Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a brand new day. True, it is a Monday. But lots of you have it off. Right? Because it's Martin Luther King Day here in the United States of America. Get to sleep in a little. So a lot of people probably have the day off. We don't. No. Not here at The Ralph Report. No, we slave over a hot microphone day and night just to provide you a little bit of happiness. <laughs> what do we get for our for our troubles? What? Come. What? I'm sorry. I, hit the I don't button. want that. Like this. Success, success. We've done it. We've done it. We get success, success, and adoration from from the loving members, loving of members the of the Garmin. Mm. Hey, kids! It is Monday, January sixteenth, year twenty twenty three, the year of Larry. My name is Larry. This week's Larry, <laughs> oh, one of my favorites. Ooh, who? Larry Graham, bass player, funk master extraordinaire Ooh. for Sly and the Family Stone. <laughs> It is right to give Larry thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. It may be a vacation for some of you, but not for us here at The Ralph Report. No, sir. We have a hell of a show lined up for you. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, it's Monday, mm -hmm. so we're going to be munching something. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. A Garmy member called in with a suggestion. Oh, I don't like that. You should. I don't like it. Because they are casting aspersions on your veracity. Ugh. They think you're a liar. A liar? A lying liar who lies. About what? You'll see. Mm, You'll see. I don't like being called a liar. Well, then we're going to have to test you out and see whether you're a liar or not. All right. See if you're fake news or not. I don't, I'm very confused. Also, entertainment news, your phone calls, all that good stuff coming up. But first, let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. And sitting here in the Batcave with me, is the rear admiral himself, sheriff of Ghost Town, mayor of Myrtle, victim of vandalism, mm. the Dilf Pickle, Nipsey Muscle. Holy God, holy God. It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. Yo-ho, Mr. Pence. How's it going? How was your going? Oh, it was going. How was your, quite a weekend. How was your weekend? I know you had a big comedy show there at the, at the, the nightcap the chuckle spot. The nightcap LA. The giggle room. You know, the nightcap LA. The nightcap LA. It's a very fun show. I had two shows. I had eight and ten on Saturday. Very fun. Both of them full. It doesn't take much to fill out those shows. Well, a very small room. Right. You said it seats around 10. About so 10, 15, you, standing if room. If you couldn't fill that room. You may want to reevaluate your situation. But they were very fun. I had good shows. The only problem was getting over there was uh, was rather traumatic. Oh, no. Because, you know, we've had some rain here in some, L.A. Some. We've had a little bit. Goddamn rain. And if one more person, when I complain <laughs> about it, says, well, you know we need it, I'm going to give them a purple nurple. <laughs> that's, that's the price you pay for giving me that response. I'm well aware that we need it, yes. okay? I know Southern California has been in a desperate drought situation year after year. Yes. I get it. But I'm allowed to say I'm tired of the fucking rain. It is annoying. It's super annoying. It's very annoying. But we need it. I know we need it. Punch in the throat. And I appreciate it. <laughs> but it is annoying. All right. So you had to get to the chuckle house. I'm driving to the nightcap. The nightcap. Shows. And I'm going over Barham. You know, you know, people familiar with L.A., there's this hill that connects Hollywood to the valley. Yes. Uh, you, you go, go past the, the the Hollywood Bowl there. You go past Hollywood Bowl, you go over Barham. When you come down off Barham, you hit Warner Brothers Studios. That's how that goes. Right. So I'm going up Barham, and all of a sudden, I'm driving the Prius, 
uh, and I hit up. There's your first mistake that's, right there. I don't. I have two cars, and that that's the one I usually drive because it's cheaper on gas. So I'm driving that, and I hit. I'm driving up the hill, and all of a sudden I hear a boom like that in the car. I'm just ah. Oh, you killed a hobo. I thought so. That would have been best case scenario. Oh, that would have been so cool. That would have been best case scenario. Oh, for me. that would have been, that been such good for this show. That would if yeah. at least you could have done was kill a hobo. I know. I would have been best case. But I was like, oh, that sounded weird. I must have hit a pothole. I was like, all right. So I'm driving like another 10 minutes to get to the show, and all of a sudden the car starts like pulling to the right. Oh. I'm like, this sounds weird. This is weird. It's making a weird noise, and it's pulling to the right. I'm like, did I fucking bend the axle or something? Mm, crack, uh, crack a rim? Whatever that happened. Whatever you, you get a do. rim job. I, got, I get a rim job not know about it. And so I, I stop in front of the show, and I park, and I get out of the car, and fucking the tire's flat. Uh. Just a flat fucking tire. Oh, no. So I hit a pothole, pop my tire. Oh, in the rain? In the rain. It's raining. Oh, man. I go in, I tell the guy, hey, the guy run the show, hey, I got a flat tire. He's like, call Triple I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to change this tire myself. Because you're a man. I'm a man. You're a man. I'm all man. Only women can't change tires. <laughs> Men can change tires. So I'm going to go out, be a man, and change this tire right. in, the, in the rain. Good man. You're like, you're like Bill Bixby in The Incredible <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> I'm so close. You have no idea. Do, 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 do. I almost did just walk away from it. <laughs> With sad Hulk music as just, you're hoofing down Barham? And just walk into the valley into the night rain. That's all. I almost did it. So you changed your tire. Well, I get the thing because it comes with like this little toy jack that the Prius does. It's like really, the, it's like the size of a, a night slipper. And you put it under the car. Wait, hold on, hold on. What's a, what's a night slipper? What slippers you put on when you get up at night? <laughs> night slippers. Can't, can't I wear my slippers during no. the day? No, because that's weird. You wear socks or shoes during the day. You don't put slippers on during the day. Night slippers. They're called night slippers. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're just called slippers. Oh, uh, they're night slippers. All right. For so middle of the night activities. It's, it's the size of a night slipper. It's a night slipper. All right. And I put it on the car, and it uh, it comes with this little, like, piece of metal bar that you put in there, and you twirl. You almost like you're twirling it around. Yeah, it's like a hurdy-gurdy, man. Right. You got to crank it. You got to crank it, and it takes forever to get the thing to raise a little bit because it's this little tiny jack, and then... So I got it up enough. I'm like, okay, that's enough. And then I go get the 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 thing that loosens the nuts, right, on the thing, and I can't get them. All. I cannot. Oh no, loosen Andy. these nuts. Oh, you're not a man. I'm kicking it. I'm stepping on it. You're I no cannot. man. I I was using all of my manness to try to. This flat tire needs a man. Well, your it, flat tire needed a man. It needed a AAA man. <laughs> so I called AAA and asked for a man, and they sent me one. Oh, was he manly? Oh, he was so... Amari was the manliest of men. Amari? Amari was his name. Oh. So manly. Wasn't Amari Cooper, was he? No. <laughs> Wouldn't have been shocked. <laughs> He's looking way, for work, I think. The way his off-season's going. Uh, so I could not get the nuts off. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it that way. Yeah, right. So uh, Amari shows up, and he just looks at me and just gives me this pathetic, like, you're what kind of man? And he says... This flat tire needs a man. What kind of man are you? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't loosen these nuts. It's just that he's like, oh, oh yeah. So he he gets out his manly toolbox and it's yeah, got the, he gets his manly tool out. He goes, he goes, tastes so good, tastes so good. <laughs> just fucking NASCARs the things right off. Oh, I'm like, Ugh, of course you have the right tools. You're yeah, a man. That's also his job. Yeah, whatever. And so then he then he brings over his jack and he laughs at my jack and just basically kicks it away from the car, <laughs> and then puts his and just pumps up in my car and then switches the tire out and then goes about his business. You're on your way. And did, I'm just left. Do prices come with uh, spares? Comes with a donut. Oh, I see. One of them donuts. You're not still riding on your donut. Well, it happened you? 48 hours ago, so yeah, I still have the donut <laughs> on. I haven't gotten to the car place yet to oh, get a new tire. Edwin, you're not supposed to ride around. I'm on not. Those. I told him I'm driving the truck. It told, ain't good. So get your life together, I, man. Uh, you get some night slippers. <laughs> night slippers. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your trials and tribulations. I hope the sets went well, at least. Sets were fun, because I basically talked about having a flat tire on the way over. Oh, so yeah, new material. See? One of those new things. You know what happens when life gives you lemons, yeah. Eddie Pence? You make C-grade material out of it. <laughs> That's what you do. But you were working it out at the uh, Chuckle Hut. That was so. fun. It was fun oh, to get okay. up there and vent about it. It felt good. Well... But yeah, that's that was my weekend. I'm sorry to hear. I'm out of tire. You're out of tire and, and manlyhood. Um, 
Speaking of manlyhood, yeah. real quickly, I know not everybody's into this, but can we talk about the NFL wildcard weekend real oh, dude, quickly? It's crazy. What a bunch of games. Crazy football games. So wildly entertaining. That Jacksonville game was nuts. I've never seen anything like it. Mm. I'm a huge fan, of course, of their coach, Doug Peterson, yes. because he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Yes. And when they were down 27 nothing, I really felt bad for him. They were playing the Los Angeles Chargers, and I was like, this poor bastard's going to get smoked. Yeah. And then in the second half, they just came all the way back to win 31-30. Crazy. And if you're a Chargers fan, you have to be. You want that coach fired. Right. Immediately. And I believe it's going to happen. Yeah, it has to happen. It has to happen. With Sean Payton hanging out out there. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be gone. Uh, the Seahawks-49ers game, pretty much as expected. Yeah. Although neither one of those teams overwhelmed me. Well, I mean, this kid, they got Mr. Irrelevant. For those who don't know, he was literally the last kid drafted out of college. Yeah. He is the quarterback for the 49ers. And he acquitted himself nicely. Yes. I mean, he's got a great team. He hasn't lost. Him. Um, he's undefeated. The Seahawks don't, don't look good at all. Like no. They shouldn't have been, even been there. But, but still, they put up uh, 23 points on, a, on the 49ers. I only defense. give it that because it's, they're a division game. They've never so familiar with each other. Yeah. They've seen each other twice already. So it's hard to tell with divisional games in the playoffs like that when division rivals play each other. Good point. Uh, so. I guess Dolphins-Bills, you could say the same. Same thing. I say the exact same thing. And I think the the Bills had the shit scared out, and those Dolphins almost did it. Yeah, they, almost, they uh, did. But the Bills outlasted them. And then the uh, Giants and the Vikings, of course. Cousins. <laughs> Cousins is awful. He's the worst, man. He used to uh, be the quarterback for Eddie's team, oh. so he knows from whence he speaks. Guy sucks. <laughs> no pun intended. From whence he speaks. Oh, God, I hate that guy, too. <laughs> so, uh, I hate so many quarterbacks. The New York Giants, I'm sure Drew in the Bronx is happy. New York Giants will be moving on in the Drew. playoffs. Next Saturday, Ooh. they are facing another familiar division yeah. rival. Philadelphia Eagles playing the New York Giants on uh, Saturday. It's the late game on Saturday. And it could be so. a much better game than a 1-6 and six seed should be because it is a divisional game. And as Eddie mentioned, these teams play each other already twice a yeah. year, and they know each other pretty well. And everyone's saying, oh, now I know why Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach, played such a bland vanilla offense against the Giants in the uh, yeah. final game of the season because maybe he suspected this very well, thing could happen. He knew he was going to play Cousins. And the Giants are going to play cousin. You don't want to show all your uh, your cards. I think they were, he was also protecting Hurts a little bit too in that game. Yeah, he, he got banged up shoulder. But uh, regardless, pretty uh, and the, the Ravens Bengals game again. If you're a, a Ravens fan, you just have to be hanging your head, <laughs> coughing up the ball on the goal line, and the guy runs it back all the way. I've never a seen a game turn like that. That was, was crazy. crazy. And then tonight we got the Bucks Cowboys. That's right, the final game yeah. of uh, Wild Card Weekend. Wild super, super Wild Card Weekend. Wild Card Weekend. Uh Cowboys Bucks, that's tonight's game. So, uh I don't know who I want to win that one. It's, it's a lose-lose yeah. sort of situation. It really is. Do you root for Tom Brady or do you root for the Cowboys? I, I think you I can't, root, right? I think I root for Brady. Oh my god. Just cuz it's a, it's not the Cowboys. I know. I think I just root for Brady a little I bit. I know. I just hate everything all so much. <laughs> Uh, but I shouldn't. Not on today of all days. I do want to give a shout out. It is Martin Luther King yes. Jr. Day. And uh, take a moment, if you get a chance during this day, especially if you're taking the day off, maybe give a thought to the great man, one of the greats. And uh, we could use his words of wisdom now more than ever. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Maybe someday. Yeah, maybe someday. Maybe someday. All right, let's get into the show. Before we get to your phone calls, we have just been having a great time with this new feature called... And now a word from our sponsors. Folks always volunteering uh, commercials from a bygone era, bygone, <laughs> bygone era that they think, wow, that's uh, inappropriate. That, that should never have hit the airwaves. Right. And I'm just loving exploring these. Paul called in with one that I just barely remember when he brought it up from the late 1990s. Hmm. Hey, Ralph and crew. Uh, it's one star, Paul from Long Beach. I got an inappropriate commercial for you. Corn nuts. Can't believe that thing made it on the air. LMB. Yeah, this commercial was aired on the West Coast in the late 1990s. Okay. You probably weren't out here then. I was here in 97. Oh, then maybe so, you maybe you do remember maybe. this. I know I did. 
It's for corn nuts. You know corn yeah, nuts, yeah, the, yeah. the delicious snack treat. Yeah. Um, it aired. It's a radio commercial. I'm not kidding you. This thing actually aired. You won't believe it. And corn nuts said, yeah, okay, we'll go with that. And and stations played it. And no one, no one seemed to bat an eye. Here's the corn nuts commercial from the late 1990s. Go to your room and lock the door. Cause when you try it once, you wanna try it some more. Size doesn't matter, and that's a fact. It might be small, but it's a big impact. Bust a nut, bust a nut. Grab a bag of corn nuts and bust a nut. They're lightly toasted and hard as hell. Enjoy yourself, we won't tell. Everybody does it, they like it a lot. Corn nuts, an intensely crunchy corn snack, comes in seven nut-busting flavors. I do remember that. Bust a nut. I fucking forgot about that. Bust a nut. <laughs> couldn't couldn't play that commercial oh, today. Oh, no. 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 You'd have some wow. church group screaming at you or something. I'm surprised but, that that made it on the air. I That's... think it just got under the wire. It seemed like 2000s when we turned the corner, everyone kind of got a stick up their yeah, ass. That's nuts, man. It literally is. Wow. Bust a nut. Bust a nut. With corn nuts. Thanks so much, Paul, for the recommendation. All right, let's take a listen to your other phone calls. We love it when the Garmy reaches out to us, especially when you leave your voicemail message on the old Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. All you got to do is dial up the number, one 833 Hi, Ralph! Yeah, then I listen to each and every one of them. I grab a handful that catch my ear, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The garbage's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. On Mondays, we like to kick things off with a joke because it's hard to get your week started. So you might as well get started with a smile on your face. Here's this week's Mirthful Monday. Did you ever hear of the great Roman warrior Cunnilingus? No. Yep, gladiator. <laughs> gladiator. You see, Eddie, gladiator right. was, of course, a, a warrior yes. from the ancient Roman times. Yes, they would fight each other, right. or sometimes yeah. like a lion or right. a tiger uh -huh. or a bear. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. Right. Yeah. And if you take the word gladiator uh -huh. and you break it down into glad right. he, he ate, ate her, her yeah. then the Roman name Cunnilingus is even right. funnier because yeah. cunnilingus, of course, is Latin for, for oral sex right. performed on a woman. Yeah. You see? I got it. I don't think you'll get it, but I'll, it. I'll explain it to you right Please after the don't. show. No Please worries. Don't. Speaking of explaining things, I like to tell folks where stuff comes from. Hey, Ralph. Yo-ho, Eddie. Uh, what did you crew? What's going on, Queen J? This is uh, PC, two-star, North Jersey. Um inquiring about where where did this come from nickname where did that phrase come from for when you give somebody a nickname hmm. all right have a good show love you mean it bye nickname why do we call it a nickname I never even thought we of don't that. always call a guy nick no if everybody's nickname was nick they would make sense because then it's a nickname <laughs> but it's not just that where does it come from where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I fucking Nickname dates back to the 1300s. Okay. There's an old English phrase called ek. Ek meant ek. Ek. E-K-E. Ek. Ek meant also. It was related to the word ekian, which meant to increase. So ek meant also. So if you were giving someone an additional name other to their given name, you would give them an ek name. Ek name. An ek name. Okay. In the 15th century, it's funny how so many of these come out of just people being dumb. People would say really quickly, oh, that's a neck name. That's a neck name. That's a neck name. Right. And so the an 
eckname became a nickname and nickname stuck <laughs> because in the 15th century, people just started mispronouncing it. Yeah, and so, nickname. an eckname became a nickname. Right. And so, a nickname. That's how language evolved. Is a nickname. Like, like when Eddie Pence just makes up words. Exactly. And then he claims it's a real word. It is. Even though it's not. Mm. So, a nickname actually comes from the old English from the 1300s, and mm. we've been using it ever since. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I'll fucking build no. And lastly, we like to play upbeat music for you each and every day to make your day a little bit brighter. Some folks need these happy hits more than others. When I got Jason's call over the weekend, my heart sank. Jason, sending you much love, my brother, and my thoughts and prayers of strength and peace are with you. Happy to play this song for you. Hey, Ralph. Yo, ho, Eddie. What up, crew? This is Jason from Mississippi. I'm calling for a happy hit. Um, I, I laid my mother to rest this afternoon, and when I got home and started thinking, a song got in my head. And it was the song my mother always sang the chorus of whenever a song got stuck in anyone's head, and that's Kokomo by the Beach Boys. I don't even like that song that much, <laughs> but it's a really nice memory. Yeah. Call your mom, guys. What do you mean it by? Great advice, Jason. If your mom's still with you, reach out and give her a call. If she's not, think of a memory that puts a smile on your face like this song does for Jason. Going out to you, man. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go? Jamaica, off the floor of the key. There's a place called Kokomo That's where you wanna go To get away from it all Bodies in the sand Tropical drink not in your hand We'll be falling in love To the rhythm of a steel drum band Down in Kokomo Jason, thinking of you. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but it can only happen if you call me. Call me Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing.
Time now to look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, January 16th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen. Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. January 16th, the year 1493, Christopher Columbus left the New World and set sail to go back to Spain. Oh, okay. I'm going to go home now. I've spread all the syphilis I can. I got no more to give, he said famously. <laughs> I didn't know you could run out of syphilis. Oh, yeah. It's I didn't a, know that was a thing. It is a limited amount. I didn't know. 1547, Ivan the Terrible crowned himself the very first czar of Moscow. Mm. He was aged 17 years old when well, he, he did that. You have to be pretty terrible. He is so terrible. So terrible. What a rotten kid. <laughs> 1605, the very first edition of El Genioso Hildago Don Quixote de la Mancha wow. was published Mouthful. by Miguel de Cervantes. The man of La Mancha, I depends. Mm-hmm. Yes, my friend. The man of La Mancha, mm-hmm. who tilted against the windmills of injustice ah. to bring everyone justice, justice from all the injustice the, uh, to the out-justice. So, so much, so justice. much justice. I am I, Don Quixote, the Lord of La Mancha. My destiny calls and I go. I should play Don Quixote. You absolutely stage, should. The man you should give life. that speech that you just gave. To dream the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe, mm. to bear with unbearable sorrow, to go where some folks <laughs> do not go. Something like yeah, that. Just, I'll learn the lyrics if I, I get don't the think role. You need to. I will. I think you got it down. I absolutely will. Can't stop me. Uh, 1777, Vermont declared independence from New York on this day. Oh, good for Vermont. I had no idea Vermont used to be attached to New no, York. They formed an insurrection and left. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking of insurrections, yeah. 1793, French King Louis XVI oh. was sentenced to death uh-huh. during the French Revolution. Uh-huh. Off with his head. That's what we gotta do. We gotta get the guillotines back. We gotta put some people in the guillotines yeah. this country, straighten some shit out. That'll work. If you're threatened with a guillotine, you clean your act up, I uh, bet. Maybe. Maybe. I, I think you would. Uh the re- Oh God. What? What? You know I feel about the eighteen hundreds. I hate it so much. I don't hate it. I love it. it. Sounds like you hate it. I love it so much, but they're just so fucking you so hate fucking it. goddamn like wonderful. You squeeze All these- a puppy to death. All the inventions. You want to do the 1800s. The 1800s. It's just so goddamn wonderful. (laughs) On this day in 1868, Uh William Davis, a fish dealer in Detroit. Just dealing fish. (laughs) Just take one. (laughs) Try to get as many fish as you can without going over 21. He was a fish dealer at a fish casino, <laughs> believe it or not. In the 1800s, they used, wow. to, they used to have fish they used casinos. To deal fish. Cards were expensive in the 1800s. But fish were just so, by the pound So full. many fish. So, so get 52 fish, and you got yourself a deck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> William Davis, a fish dealer in Detroit, patented... The refrigerator car. Oh, you, that, that was more necessity. Yeah, than it was. Yeah. How do you get your fish from here to there? Without in a hot box. Fishy. You don't want them in a hot box. You don't box. want a hot box with fish. <laughs> no, you don't. You got to put them in a refrigerated car, and he invented <laughs> the refrigerated train car. Good for him. God damn it. Fucking asshole. Fucking no, it's genius. sucker. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm, I'm, I'm envious. Sounds like you hate him. <laughs> I love the fact that in the 1800s, you could just come mm. up with stuff. In 1870, Virginia became the eighth state that was readmitted to the U.S. after the Civil War. We were sorry. Huge mistake. We were sorry. Huge talking about? mistake on part of the United States. Should have left them out there more just like the, a twist in the wind. We're like the state of presidents, man. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. And apples. <laughs> I thought Washington State was the yeah, state of apples. Yeah, but we have apples. We like apples, too. Okay. There's a Johnny Appleseed restaurant. Well, then there, come so. on back into the Union as long as you like apples. On 1879, no, not on 1870, in 1879, there was record snowfall in New York City. A record that stood 
the test of time until 1996. 13 inches of Ooh. snow fell in one day on this day in Dude, New York City. That would paralyze that place. And imagine in the 1900s Oof. when you're getting around by cart and buggy or whatever. Or the help, 1800s, 1870s. That's right. Have your nice, go down to the fish casino. It's the best time to go when it Carts snows. Carts are nice and cold. <laughs> on this day in 1919, oh, I hate this day. Ah. More than any other day, I think I hate this day. This was the day the 18th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified, ah. authorizing the prohibition of alcohol. Ooh, you suck. That's right. <laughs> Stupid. That is weird that that happened. Stupid. That's so weird. It lasted till 1933. It's so crazy that it happened. 1936, the very first photo finish camera was installed at Hialeah Racetrack in Hialeah, Florida. Mm. So you could see which horse crossed cross the... Win uh, by a nose. Exactly. 1936, the Screen Actors Guild was incorporated. Okay. An organization near and dear to our hearts. Yes. If it wasn't for the Screen Actors Guild, I wouldn't have health insurance. I, I have my issues with them and their health insurance policy. What I, think, I think as an actor, if you qualify for the health insurance, you should be once you're once you qualify, you should be able to have it for the rest of your life. You'd be able to qualify for it for the rest of your oh, life. Oh, you shouldn't have to reach that level every year because you literally have to hit a certain level, otherwise you lose your. You got to maintain your yes. insurance. Yes, and you know as acting goes, it's such an up and down profession. It, it sucks is. that you would put someone one of your members out of health insurance after two years. Because yeah, but they got to pay the bills too, you know? But you're not getting free health insurance. You're still paying a premium. Yeah, but people who are coming in with a certain amount of money are paying a certain level of dues to the union. helps compensate for your costs. There, sh there should be some tier where once you qualify, you can qualify for that tier for the rest of your life instead of just kicking your members out to the street mm -hmm. with no health insurance. Yeah. I, I think that's I wrong. I could see your point. Especially the older members of the yes, community. I think it's very wrong. Because work does dry up for yes. those, especially uh, elderly uh, ladies. Yes. It's harder for them to find work. I just so. find it wrong. Well, you should run for president. I should. And straighten that union out. <laughs> I'd vote for you. Oh, thanks. That's two votes. What? 1938, the very first jazz concert was held at Carnegie Hall. You know, Carnegie Hall used to be a big hub-de-doop-faloop uh, yeah, place. Yeah, a big deal. Yeah. That's where you wanted to go. Oh, uh, we only play the finest music here at Carnegie Hall. Where's your violin, boy? They might ask uh -huh. at the door. Right. But we're uh, allowed in without one. Very first jazz concert was held. Uh -oh. Benny Goodman, Benny Goodman and his band, 1938. <laughs> Nineteen thirty-nine, the daily newspaper comic strip Superman debuted. Mm. Kind of crazy. Character was uh, first unleashed, if you will, onto the American public in nineteen thirty-eight. A year later, it was appearing in almost every newspaper in the country, which is kind of genius because if you want to sell your product, if you want to promote that character, not everybody's reading comic books, yeah. right? But everybody's reading the newspaper. Yeah, everyone has a paper. Started in 1939, ran to 1966 oh continuously. Wow. A lot of Superman's firsts happened in the newspaper comic strip versus the comic books. Hmm. First appearance of a bald Lex Luthor. Well, this comic strip. Was in the comic oh, strip. Wow. First appearance of Mr. Mixelpitlick. Mixelpitlick. First time Superman's parents, Jor-El and Lara, made an appearance where oh it was in the comic strip. First time Superman ever changed his clothes in a telephone booth. Hmm. How about that? Like that's the staples of Superman. A lot of uh, Superman's lore also comes from the radio show. Mm. Originally, Kryptonite was invented for the radio huh. show, for example. On this day in 1954, the musical South Pacific closed at the Majestic Theater in New York City after 1,928 performances, winning 10 Tony Awards. Some enchanted evening, you may see a stranger, you may see a stranger mm. across a crowded room. Oh, you should do that one instead of the La Mancha guy. I should do them all. Mm. 1955, the very... Uh, the fifth NFL Pro Bowl was held on this day here, exciting. here in Los Angeles. It's true. Oh, 1957, right. the Cavern Club opened up on Matthew Street in Liverpool, England. What was in the Cavern Club? That's where the Beatles first performed. Oh, That's where okay. they became famous in Liverpool. 
1962, mm -hmm. oh man, television, what? it's not television, movie history was made as shooting began on the very first film in this franchise. First scenes of Dr. No filmed on this day oh. in 1962. 1963, legendary Los Angeles nightclub, The Whiskey-A-Go-Go opened. Hmm. Later to be named, of course, Just The Whiskey. Yeah. One of the few clubs, venues, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've been there a few times. The Whiskey? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good place. Uh, 1966, Chicago was granted an NBA franchise on this day. They decided to call them the Bulls. It was hmm. the third time they had a basketball team in the city after two other failed attempts. The Chicago Stags. Oh, Stags. In the 40s. The Chicago Packers. Oh, no. Later to be called the Chicago Zephyrs. No. Later left town and became the Washington Wizards. There you go. 1973, NBC presented the final episode of this famous television series, one of the longest lasting Westerns in TV history. Peter Benchley published Jaws, the book, on this day in 1974. In 1976, a musical variety show premiered on ABC that would introduce America to Donnie and Marie Osmond. I'm a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll. I'm a little bit of Memphis and Nashville, with a little bit of Motown in my soul. Who has less Motown in their soul? <laughs> he has got no rock and roll in him. Donnie Osmond. At all. 1980, Paul McCartney was arrested at Tokyo International Airport uh -oh. for possession of marijuana. That's a no-no. He was sent to jail for nine days before being deported. I was just going to smoke some grass. Woo! He said famously. <laughs> Speaking of the Beatles, in 1981, John Lennon's single Woman was posthumously released in the UK on this day. It's a beautiful song. Woman, I can hardly express Emotions my 1985, Playboy announced the end of stapling their centerfolds. Huh? The centerfolds were just going to be bound right into the magazine right. instead of being so stapled. You can't take them out. <sighs> Broke my heart. A nerve, man. When I was a kid, yeah. I would go to the barber around the corner from my house. Right. I was allowed to walk to Pat's Barbershop and get my hair cut on my own. Okay. And it was a bunch of old men in there, right. basically. A bunch of old Italian guys. Yeah, whacking into the Playboy. <laughs> Nobody was whacking it. But they did have Playboys in the magazine rack. Okay. So I would get there early, knowing when my appointment is, knowing I would have some time to kill. Right, to so whack I would it. I wasn't whacking. I would surreptitiously pick up Playboy. Oh, okay. And then with my thumb, oh. I could just easily tear the centerfold out. Right by the staples yeah. and then slip it inside my jacket. So I had quite a collection of centerfolds under my mattress at home, thanks to Pat's Barbershop. <laughs> so I can't imagine not having that option. Yeah, you've been screwed, man. You have to whack it in the barbershop. No one is whacking You would have had to because you couldn't have stolen the porn. In the barbershop. Mm. All penises were safely tucked away. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sound was not heard at the barbershop. Uh, George Harrison hit the top of the Billboard charts on this day in 1988 with his smash hit single. I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. Which always makes me think of Weird Al's version. Yes. This song is just six words long. This song is just six words long. Oh, so good. Not wrong. Nope. 1988, the St. Louis <laughs> Cardinals announced their move to Phoenix, Arizona. Now, of course, known as the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Why, weren't they, why aren't they still the Phoenix Cardinals? I think they want to try to uh, take in the whole state. Uh, the same reason the California Well, the California Angels went off Los Angeles. To Anaheim and then Los Angeles. Yeah. But Arizona wanted They want all of Arizona, I think. What? Dumb. You can't have it all. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 2001, President Bill Clinton on this day awarded former President Theodore Roosevelt a posthumous Medal of Honor for his service in the Spanish-American War. And they dig him up and hang it on him? Why? Why do you have to give Teddy Roosevelt an award in pretty, 2001? It's pretty decorated. You think it's so his kids can appreciate it? To write that wrong? My God, what a waste of time. I know. 2004, the very first Starbucks coffee shop in France opened up. Ooh. Like... 
France needs a Starbucks. They have nine zillion cafes. They're pretty good with coffee. I they think. got plenty of it. <laughs> Can I have uh, the pumpkin spice latte grande? <laughs> and in 2016, the first flower ever grown in space was achieved. Oh, space flowers. <laughs> zinnia. It was a zinnia aboard the International Space Station. They grew a zinnia. Mm. So, okay. you know, it's a matter of time before space zinnias start taking over. Dude, it's going to take over the space station, then crash it. All right, let's take a look at a food related to this day in history. We're going to run it past Eddie Pence, seeing if it's something he'd be willing to eat. We don't, quite frankly, we don't have a great track record for 2023. No. Year of Larry has not been good to has our not. man Jackpot. He's just sitting back there waiting for some action. Just whacking it. Maybe today will be different. Uh, we'll talk about the food, see if he wants to eat it or jam it up his ass, and then pull it out. <laughs> How do we find out? Well, we talk about it. Then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. When the reels stop, if they're all lined up, jackpot. That means Eddie Pence is indeed going to eat that food. However, if they're mismatched, <laughs> that means he won't eat no. it. All right. On this day in 1969, a Scottish band called Marmalade achieved the number one spot on the UK charts with their version of an awful Beatles song. the goddamn same as the Beatles song. Yeah, it sounds... Fantastic. And it hit number one on the UK charts on this day in 1969. The group became the first ever Scottish band to top the chart with that. The band's name was Marmalade, of course, a reference to Marmalade the Fruit Preserve, which is made from the juice and peel of citrus fruits that is boiled with sugar and water. Best-known version, of course, is made from bitter orange, but it can also be made from lemons, limes, grapefruits, mandarins, sweet oranges, bergamots, and other citrus fruits, or a combination therein. It is one of the most popular spreads for uh, toast and biscuits and whatnot in the UK. Marmalade is today's food. Is that something Eddie Pence would like to eat or not? There's only one way for us to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One marmalade, two marmalade. Eddie Pence loves marmalade. He wants to spread it all over something good for his mouth and suck it off and lick it off. I don't off. want to suck it off or lick it off. The, marmalade, the sweet juicy marmalade. I just, I just want you to go away. It's made from juices. I know it's made from juices. You know what else is made from juices? What? This. Put that, I, put that I away. Stop. I don't want to put that away. Actually, go flush that. Jackpot. I don't think flush that. I think that's considered a hazard, hazardous material. That is oh. fucking foul. You can't have that in the workplace. Oh my God. Marmalade, huh? I think so. I think I've had it before. I believe we maybe have given it I to you. I think you've given it. So I think I think I used to hate it, and then I think you guys turned me on it before. I believe we did. Because it sounds familiar, but I didn't want to I didn't want to go back on it. I think I liked it. I believe you did. I think I did. I think we cured you maybe. of your marmalade we'll phobia. But now that Jackpot likes it, I may turn back. But what he had in that ziplock bag did not look like marmalade. Definitely not to the me. color of marmalade. So I don't think. Unless they're they're making it out of Elmer's glue. <laughs> or pancake batter or something <laughs> oh anyway i'm just happy to take the win that's all i care yeah. about on this day in history i pity the fool who ain't been schooled by ralph recently he's dropping college level knowledge with such accuracy it got my head spinning faster than a drunk eddie and i'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity i hope cooperman loves my beats because that rhymes with lmb and that's a wrap for the ralph report today in history <laughs> All right, let's take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the show Biz Beats. Looking at the holiday weekend box office, no surprise here, Avatar The Way of Water, still number one at the box office, remaining in first place for the fifth consecutive weekend with another $31.1 million Jesus. over the weekend. Megan finished in second place with $17.9 million. In a number three, not surprising because it is the only family film really available in theaters and you're taking kids this weekend to go see something, you probably went to see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, that made another $13.4 million. Okay. 
And then in fourth place, surprisingly, Sony's A Man Called Otto, the new Tom Hanks movie, was uh, expected to only make another uh, $10 million in wide release, made an estimated $15 million huh. through the uh, through Monday. So congratulations to Tom Hanks. That's, the, I guess, the, the problem with the box office for grown-ups is there's only so many Tom Hankses to go around. Yes. Because apparently people will go see Tom Hanks. They'll see Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's one of those few stars people will just go see. Sad news. Al Brown, the actor from The Wire, has passed away at the age of 83. Best known for his role of Colonel Stan Valchek in that hit HBO series from the 2000s. He played the high-ranking Baltimore PD official who was always somewhat corrupt. He uh, was on that show for five years. Fascinating story. This guy got into acting in the 90s. He was a 29-year-old Air Force vet who served two tours in Vietnam. And when he got out of the service, he decided he wanted to be an actor. Wow. And his career just blew up. He was in... The Replacements and 12 Monkeys and uh, Red Dragon. On television, he was in shows like Rescue Me and Law and Order SVU. Um, yeah, Marin, he did a, a he had a, worked all the time, this guy. Good for him. Passed away at the age of, uh, does not say, oh yeah, 83. Mm. Apparently uh, lost a battle with Alzheimer's disease, oh. which is sad. Britney Spears had a manic episode over the weekend. I don't no, know if you saw this story you or don't not. say. Yeah. She was in a restaurant with her husband mm-hmm. uh, here in the San Fernando Valley, a restaurant called Joey, and patrons immediately recognized her, as you can imagine, yeah. and apparently that drove her over the edge. Oh, no. That's when she started yelling and then talking gibberish at the top of her voice. Oh, her, her husband, Sam, apparently couldn't take it anymore, and he stormed out of the restaurant and Just left her left there. left her there? She was left with only her bodyguard, Bodyguard pulled her out of the restaurant, but then he had to return to pay the bill. My God. And uh, her response on uh, Instagram and other social media um, sources over the weekend was simply a meme that said, they told me I couldn't, that's why I did. (laughs) And then she's got an IG video of herself dancing and flipping the bird to the camera. (sighs) Making people once again concerned for her well-being. She's not well. That's what I keep telling She people. hasn't been well. And people are talking about this, and everyone else is like, just leave her alone. This is the kind of criticism that got her uh, in a conservatorship. And I was like, well, maybe she got into a conservatorship because she has problems. Because of this behavior. The husband walked away, mm. which is never a good that sign. poor woman. And everyone's like, well, she's, she was young when she got famous. Look, there's a lot of people, rich and famous, who get a lot of attention yeah. that's often unwanted in public situations but they don't start screaming gibberish at the yeah. top of their lungs. She's not, well, it doesn't mean leave her alone and she'll get better. That's right. not how it works. Someone's got to do something. Oh, poor thing. Speaking of people who need help, Kanye West is apparently married. What? Yes. He's got a new wife named Bianca Sensori. Okay. She is a designer with uh, his Yeezy fashion line. Mm. And he's 45, she's 27. They reportedly tied the knot at a private ceremony in Beverly Hills last week. Now, there is no marriage certificate or marriage license. So oh, how, it, how are they married? Uh, may not be a, a legal union. <laughs> they, just, they just say they're married? <laughs> they're going to, they're both wearing rings and there was a ceremony. Okay. So I guess they haven't just, you know, dotted all the legal T's and, or you don't <laughs> dot T's, you cross no, the T's. you cross the T's, dot, dot the, the I's. I's. Mm. She's a lovely gal, but it, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah, if you're a person mm-hmm. and you're aware, mm-hmm. if you're if you're awake, if you're cognizant of yes. the world, yes, can you go into a marriage with Kanye West? Not unless you have the same sort of thought processes and beliefs that he does. Does anyone have the same thought processes as Kanye I don't, West? I, I don't. Know. He seems like another guy who's, who's a wingnut. Yeah. Again. But maybe uh, the lifestyle and the, the money, I guess. Well, you're getting a lot of attention. Seems like a some hell people, of a price to pay. Some people like that. I can't imagine. Imagine what conversation over dinner's like. <laughs> when you're with Kanye West, <laughs> if you're married to Kanye West. Are they West. both wearing masks? Like full-on I guess they're wearing, headgear? You're not eating at a deli. I'll tell you that much. It's not where you're, nope. having, it's not where you're having dinner. Yeah, we're not having a deli. Take a look today. Celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on January 16th. Singer-songwriter Jill Sobule is 64 years old today. Let me tell you a little something about Jill Sobule. Before, yeah. uh, uh, what's her name? Who? You know, the singer. Which one? Cher? 
not Cher. Aretha Franklin. No, Katy Perry. Before okay. Katy Perry kissed a girl, uh-huh. Jill Sobule had a hit with I Kissed a Girl First. Oh. We had a drink, we had a smoke. She took off her overcoat. I kissed a girl. Country singer Ronnie Millsap is 80 years old today. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Wouldn't have missed loving you, girl. You've made my whole life worthwhile with your smile. It's a great tune. That's that's what was playing when I goes in my country phase. Oh, was it? A lot of Ronnie Millsap. You did your line dancing, too? I did a lot of Ronnie. No, slow dancing. Step, that one. Line step dancing, whatever it's called. John Carpenter, great director, 75 years old today. People always think of the Halloween films with John Carpenter. Yeah. But I think of uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, Thing. The Thing. He's more than just a horror guy in my book. Catherine Anderson Schaffner of the Marvelettes, great girl group, 79 today. Actor, dancer, choreographer, director Debbie Allen is 73. Singer Maxine Jones of En Vogue is 64. Singer Sade, Sade is 64. Supermodel Kate Moss is 49, an actor, playwright, singer, songwriter, can do it all. Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, of course, from Hamilton, Mary Poppins Returns. And now he's got quite a little thing going with Disney, by the way. First, he did Moana. Yeah. Wrote a couple great songs for that. And then Encanto, which is just one of my favorite films from the past five years or so. We don't talk about you, no, no, no. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now it's time to do some munching. If Eddie Pence can be honest for a change. Mm -hmm. Some folks, you know, I told you it was a slim year so far for Eddie Pence actually agreeing to eat things. Very slim. The one thing he did agree to eat before today's marmalade, some people are, well, a little dubious Hmm. as to your veracity. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on Eddie actually liking bittersweet chocolate. Um, isn't bittersweet chocolate, like, more bitter than dark chocolate? Um, I think you guys should do a Munch and Monday and have a chocolate tasting um, kind of situation and have bittersweet chocolate there and see if Eddie would actually eat it. Mm. I don't think he would like it. Mm. Right, love you, mean it. Bye. Well. What's why I asked when we had the conversation? Is it like how well, much? I told you it's over sixty percent cacao, like sixty or seventy percent cacao, cacao, and less sugar. Right, and then the lower you get with your cacao, right, the higher the sugar content right. goes up. So when you get to like milk chocolate, it's like yeah, it's basically no, it's just sugar and milk, a little brown but crayon like, dipped in. But it. like ninety percent cacao, I'm not into. Like when it's like that much. Well, that's bittersweet chocolate. Okay. So what we're gonna do is today we're gonna we're gonna take a little tour of the chocolate through the bittersweets. Okay. We're gonna start at something that barely qualifies. It identifies as bittersweet. Okay. It's you know who am I to say a candy bar right. can identify as it wants right. to? Exactly. It's like fifty-two percent. Okay. Cacao. Cacao. And then we're getting to like the the sixties, seventies range. I'm I'm comfortable in that area. Then we're gonna bump it up to like that's where it's like eighty eight percent. Eating fucking coffee ground. Then you then we'll see. Then we'll see how you feel. Well, like we'll see. We'll see all about you, Mister Man. No line. You, Mister Man. Mister, I'm not a man. I can't change a tire. It's true. This flat tire needs a man. (laughs) So it's time for us to jump into today's. I almost got the days. The days. Because you see the jello pudding. I can't do him anymore. <laughs> Today's Munch and Monday. Munch and Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munch and Mondays. Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit? 
all over the floor. I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. My testicles are just all... It's time for us to look into some bittersweet chocolate. Mm. This is high-end stuff, This too, seems man. fancy chocolate. This isn't your this is, garbage. This is... This Not is, made by the Mars Corporation. This is this is some Willy Wonka shit. Is, mm, Oom, Oompa Loompa's made this. For you two, three, and four-star generals who like to watch as well as mm. listen to Munch and Monday, it's Icelandic oh, chocolate. Traditional. Traditional Icelandic. Icelandic chocolate. This is where the best comes from. I don't know. I, it's, it's what we found. It's wrapped fancy, so. And it's 56% cacao. Cacao. So it it's just barely. So this, this is, is going to be our this starter. This is pretty good. This is going to be our starter right. candy. But first, yeah, I, I went to all the all the trouble of building a little bittersweet uh, oh, intro. Then please play it. So we're getting yes. into the bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Time well spent. Thank you. Time well spent. And this show has nothing if not production values. <laughs> All right. You ready to try this, uh, this candy ass, weak ass, give it a shot. bittersweet chocolate? Again, this All has right. what? 56 today? 56 I say? cacao. 56 cacao. The rest is uh, milk and sugar. You can see the. Uh, the uh, it's got a good snap to the it. The sultry, dark. It is dark. Dark flavor to it. It's got a good snap to All it. All right. Ready? I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's practically milk chocolate. Practically. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's oh, good. I like that. Good. I like that. All right. I can deal with that one. Time to move up. All right. This is getting real now. 70% cacao. 70% cacao. Mm. Now we're actually in the official range. I think the official number is like 62.3%. Makes it bittersweet. Makes it bittersweet so chocolate. We're, we're over the edge of bittersweet. The first one we had is almost like a semi-sweet. This is the kind of thing you would put a chip in for like yeah. a chocolate chip chocolate cookie. chip cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't really qualify. I think it does. As bittersweet. This is the real deal, this Neil. Is, this is bittersweet stuff. All right, let me yeah, just... It's much darker. Yeah, it is. It's oh, been out man. in the sun a little bit longer. Look at that. That is some chocolate. It's almost black. Now we're in my world now. This is my realm. <laughs> this is where you live. I live in like the 70% range. That's where I like, I bought myself a little vacation home in the 70%. All right, you ready? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, now then that's good. That is my chocolate range right there. I don't love it, mm. but this is what I think of when I think of dark chocolate. Yes, you get that um, almost like a fruit hit off of it. And it's um, it's got that strong. It gets almost, you here. It gets you right here. Yeah, <laughs> you get almost a strong, um, bold chocolate wang to it. Well, there's definitely a wang, wang in it. Definitely a wang in it. So uh, yeah, it's almost like a soury taste in the it, back. Yeah, it's because it just has less sugar, so you're getting more of the actual cacao. But that's what I think of when I think dark chocolate. That's why I said I like I'll, yeah, I'll eat dark chocolate. Stuff. That's, that's my, what I mean. That's my John. It's not my John. I like the 56 better, but I do mm. indulge in that every once in a while. All right. Now so I'm not lying. Now let's get real. Now this is the shit I don't want. This is the 88. This is compressed coffee grounds. And I took I took pity on you when it gave you the 88. <gasps> I got a gold ticket. What? Me too. Mr. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want a little jackpot there. Sorry. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, I can see a doctor after the show. All right. So um, mm. this is. It's gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. I don't know. This is what I'm not going to like. I can't even bust it. Can't even easy, bust a move. Easy. Can't even bust a nut on this yeah, that's one. That's practically tar. Oh. Now, look at that, folks. Uh, that is some chocolate. You don't like this. I do. You like don't this. like this. Can't wait. <sighs> I haven't had like dark, like. Bitter, bittersweet chocolate for a this while. This is just like this is like a, to see if you can do it. It's like eating chili mm. peppers. Smells good. Ready? Yeah. All right. Mmm. Mmm. It's see? just so chalky. That's a real chocolate taste. Oh, it's that so, tastes like chocolate. No, it doesn't. Mmm. 
That's about as chocolatey a taste well, as you so can get. Bitter and ugh. oh, it's good. That sucks. That's bittersweet. No, that is fucking awful. Fuck. Tastes like, See, tastes like piss. That young lady tastes like fucking piss. <laughs> it doesn't taste like piss. I got fucking hamster pissed in my mouth. I might have gotten that barbecue. Uh, that's that what was in the bag. <laughs> Maybe jackpot got to your bar. Uh, Maybe that's why the wrapper's gold. Hmm. See, that's that sucks. It's about as chocolate as you can. That's get. That's fucking awful. That's chocolate up your ass. <laughs> Goddamn chocolate. That's <laughs> chocolate in every orifice. Mouth is gritty. Mm. Um, no, like when I said I liked bittersweet, it's the seventy percent that I like. That this, middle the, one. That dark shit is gross. Well, oh. So I guess we'll have to agree to disagree oh. with our caller. I didn't lie. Who called you out? No, called you a liar. 70, I said in, in the initial thing last week. I said between sixty and seventy percent is about where I'll go. All right. So. Anything more than that, you get this garbage. It's not garbage. It's fucking garbage. It's for a refined palate. Refined. Oh, it is burning my throat. A fucking bit. awful, dude. <gasps> so. 70% Eddie Pence can deal. I'll live he, there. Although he prefers. 56 is the, the, 56. That's the, that's the G spot. So there you go. Sorry, ma'am. I think Eddie Pence was indeed telling the truth. Yeah. So we're going to have to take him for his word. I'm fucking get this other shit out of here. On today's Much and Monday. It's bittersweet. like clawing its way back up my throat you don't know man i do know that won't die thanks so much for hanging out with us kids come on back tomorrow we're gonna do it again we love to have you there but in order for that to happen well you have to take care of you stay good in the hood you okay you're clutching yeah, your heart it's there it's fucking brutal that shit's <laughs> awful dude it's not awful oh my god you may not like it as much as the other but it's certainly it's delicious awful, no why are you clutching your heart it's burning my chest are you having a cardiac that might episode? be that might have been so bad it's giving me a cardiac arrest well don't Ugh. be like eddie take care of yourself kids <clears throat> because life is life and we want you to come back here and join us we want you to live a long and happy one and join us back here tomorrow. So until we speak again, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha. So ha. I got it. Ha ha. Bye bye. Think a better dance now. Bye, Menon. This flat tire needs a man.